0: I procured a ticket to Burning Man, deciding to go by myself to heal after an unexpected breakup. A seven hour grueling drive across Nevada alone had me questioning my choice. I was exhausted and wasn't going to make it all the way to Black Rock City that day. So I stopped in a little random motel. I began having conversations with myself as to whether or not it was stupid to show up to Burning Man, not really feeling secure in the camp I was supposed to stay at the first few nights before my friend from San Francisco was bringing our tent. I was filled with doubt, heartbroken, and feeling like a loser driving to Burning Man alone. I got in the shower thinking it might make me feel better And while the water washed over me, I asked, Divine, is this really the best idea? I stepped out of the shower, toweled off, and opened the door to go back into the main part of the motel room. And there, on the grimy carpet, was a pure white feather.
1: You've entered into the world of alternate realities. Here, paradigms are shifted, minds are blown, and veils are lifted. Actual supernatural experiences are brought to life through storytelling by the people who experience them. Welcome to Adventures in Mysticism with Leah Grant, where the esoteric is explored and consciousness is expanded. Visit AdventuresInMysticism.com to further your spiritual development through Leia's latest offerings. And now we continue with this episode's mystical adventure.
0: I don't exactly recall when I began seeing feathers. Specifically small, pure white, fluffy feathers. They just seemed to be around me wherever I went. When the spiritual community started talking about the meaning of white feathers being messages from angels, I realized that perhaps the angels had been leaving me signs and symbols that I was seeing, yet I was being oblivious to the messages. I vowed to pay attention to when and where I saw the feathers and match those times with what was going on before, while, and after I saw them to determine if I was merely crossing paths with shedding birds more frequently than other people, or if there was really something to these messages from another realm. Since I've started paying more attention, I have seen countless white feathers. I'll focus on just sharing the ones that I can connect to events or thoughts I was having Shortly after deciding to be more conscious about my sightings, I saw three feathers in one week. I was traveling and happened to be in Los Angeles. I have a lot of friends there, so I was making the rounds, having meals all over town, attending yoga classes, gong meditations, and doing a bunch of other fun activities. The first feather I encountered was walking down the street in Hollywood heading to meet a friend of mine who was a shaman. The next one was in the Saban Theater parking garage in Beverly Hills, where I was attending an event. The third feather was in the tiniest patch of grass at a gas station. At the time I had been getting more involved in my spiritual work and attending many events that were opening my heart. I took the multiple feathers along my path to be a sign of my spiritual progression and a reminder that I'm not alone. It was also significant to me that these first three memorable feathers were presented to me in Los Angeles, since LA is known of as the City of Angels. The next significant sighting also came in a series of three, At that time, I'd been reading the Bible every day and studying Christianity. On a Christian website, I found interpretations of symbols and signs that said coming across three white feathers represented three virtues charity, hope, and faith. Interestingly, shortly after seeing these feathers, I made the decision to cut 10 plus inches off my very long hair and donate it to Locks of Love, a nonprofit organization that uses donated human hair to make wigs for disadvantaged children who have suffered hair loss as a result of a medical condition like alopecia, burn trauma, and cancer treatment. It seemed perhaps the three feathers had been representing my choice to display those three virtues. I moved to Las Vegas in May 2014 and wasn't really sure why I'd been guided to make the move. Nothing significant seemed to be coming of having relocated to the desert. I'd met some nice people, found the spiritual communities in town, but wasn't feeling shifted or expanded. And I missed the energy of the spiritual communities I'd left in Southern California and my friendships there. I recall asking during my morning meditation for a sign that I was to stay in Las Vegas. I walked outside, and on my doorstep was a white feather waiting for me. I took that as a yes, I should stay. That same week, I'd met a man who ended up getting me involved in a regenerative technology project that included building a spiritual retreat center, one of my lifelong dreams. The experience stretched me and grew me in ways that I couldn't even imagine. Unfortunately, though we dedicated three years to planning and pitching investors on the project, we were ultimately unsuccessful in getting it launched. The lessons learned and the people I met through that process have been invaluable and something I do not believe would have been available had I moved back to SoCal that man and I also felt drawn together as potential twin flames. Well, I don't know if he would say that, but back then I had been intrigued by the idea that a divine complement existed for each of us. And that person would be someone whom you would have an amazing spiritual and romantic relationship with, while also doing a project that would change the world revolutionize an industry, or otherwise be incredibly impactful. The project certainly had that kind of possibility built into it. To back up a bit, I first met the project lead when I was on a date with another man. He was speaking about his interpretation of chakra systems at a spiritual meetup group. It was at a woman's house who would have you take your shoes off at the door. I had noticed, while taking my shoes off, a white feather among the sneakers and flip-flops. I noted it feeling like it was an indication something significant may be shared during the presentation. Little did I know that, at that moment, it would be much bigger than that. I had felt an instant connection to the speaker when he got up to present and I noticed many of the women in the room seemed very into him. Not a surprise. An attractive, intelligent, single, spiritual man is something of a unicorn. So my experience has been when you meet one, they tend to have a harem. I don't like to get involved in those things. So until they express an interest in me, I just live my life. Since he was the speaker that night, I only spoke to him briefly after his presentation to ask a clarifying question. My date was highly intuitive and strangely got mad at me on the drive back to my house, claiming that he could see a connection between myself and this project visionary. And he was upset and thought that I was lying to him about having just met the guy that night. I argued that the guy had barely seemed to take notice of me, though he had invited me to his house for a meetup group he hosted, which did eventually lead him to asking me out, but it was months later. So perhaps my date that night noticed more than I realized. Once we started dating, I was pretty into the relationship. So when he broke things off romantically three or four months in, I was not a happy camper. I procured a ticket to Burning Man, deciding to go by myself to put some distance between us and heel. A seven-hour grueling drive across Nevada alone had me questioning my choice. I was exhausted and wasn't going to make it all the way to Black Rock City that night so I stopped in a little random motel. I started having conversations with myself as to whether or not it was stupid to show up, not really feeling secure in the camp I was supposed to stay at the first few nights before my friend from San Francisco bringing our tent was arriving. I was filled with doubt, heartbroken, and feeling like a loser driving to Burning Man alone. I got in the shower thinking it might make me feel better. And while the water washed over me, I asked, divine, is this really the best idea? I stepped out of the shower, toweled off and opened the door to go back into the main part of the motel room. And there on the grimy carpet was a white feather. It was my answer, yes. Stay on course. Go to Burning Man. Let it be whatever it is going to be. And so I did. An international feather sighting took place when I was visiting the UK. I'd gone with a friend of mine to a spiritual retreat in Glastonbury that focused on the mysteries of Avalon and the priestesses of the past who operated from there. My body was having difficulty on this trip. I was exhausted and experiencing a lot of brain fog. As a result, I ended up opting out of several of the group excursions to be in meditation or to wander the streets of the city alone. I was able to navigate the streets without a map, as though I'd walked them hundreds of times. Many places seemed familiar. The issues of my body and mind were experiencing felt partially physical and partially energetic. And I just did my best to ride them out. One afternoon, though, as I was walking to the Glastonbury tour, wanting to get up the hill to see St. Michael's Tower, I was really feeling spent. I stopped a moment, asked for strength, opened my eyes and laying right in front of me on the sidewalk was a pure white feather. It was a stark contrast to the dirty gray sidewalk. I felt a little surge of energy and was able to make it halfway up the hill where there was a bench that had a view of both the tower and of Glastonbury below. I sat there for a few hours I took off my shoes and put my feet on the earth and just felt the place. It ended up being one of the many memories from that trip that felt like a significant one. Most recently, I bought a new house in order to move my mom in with me. The purchase was rushed for a number of reasons. Then the process had so many issues between the mortgage lender asking for the same paperwork over and over, then needing one more thing when they'd already given us a green light. The closing date also got pushed back multiple times for no fault of our own. Then the seller's real estate agent lied to us about repairs that were to have been done, saying they had been done, but they weren't which resulted in the water heater bursting the day we were moving in. It flooded the garage and kitchen and revealed that there was mold in two main walls, resulting in us not having a kitchen for two months. I really felt that I had made a very bad decision in buying the house, but I was seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. We were told that everything would be handled by mid-December. There was hope. Then I got a call announcing another delay in completing the kitchen, which made it look like we might not have a kitchen for Christmas and perhaps even after the new year. To top it off, my mom was unhappy. She seemed like she hated the house and hated Las Vegas. And she was really, really missing Colorado. I was frustrated, angry, Depressed, and feeling like I'd made the worst decision of my life in buying the house. Knowing I was responsible for my own state of mind, to calm myself, I turned on my biomat, did a session, and went into contemplation. I concluded by asking if I'm off track and need to get us out of this house. Please give me a clear divine sign. And if we are meant to stay here, also give me a crystal clear sign. I could argue that all the issues were signs to get out. However, I also know sometimes life happens, and not everything means what we initially think it does. I got up, got dressed, and was going to go out to get the mail, When I opened the door, sitting on the welcome mat was a beautiful pink flower next to a white feather. They looked like someone had arranged them. Their placement wasn't random. They were right in the middle of the mat and facing me. The flower wasn't faded at all. It was as if it had just been picked and placed there. The combination of the flower with the white feather and the conscious display felt clearly that the message was to stay and things would get better. That was a few months ago. While the signs did give me hope, not completely convinced that this is the best home for us. Apparently, the angels seem to know I have doubts. And now, almost every time I go outside, there's at least one white feather on or near the welcome mat or on the driveway. So for now, I'm open to being here and seeing how things unfold. Thank you for tuning in. The next episode is a special one focused on my contribution to the Soul Biz book launching on June 21st, 2022. In it, I share how your business can be a soul initiation. Until then, remember that your spiritual journey is a supernatural adventure in and of itself. Enjoy the unfolding and embrace the unknown.
1: Thank you for joining today's Adventures in Mysticism with Leia Grant. To go on more journeys with Leia, subscribe now to step more fully into your spiritual role of bringing about a positive high frequency future for humanity visit adventuresinmysticism.com